Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 123. This episode is one of my closest friends and a return guest, Robert Alvarez. He was the second ever episode of the Interesting Podcast, which was, goodness, almost five years ago. But we finally had him back. It was so great to catch up with him. Oh, he's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, we talked about uh, how he actually, we worked on a movie together. Um, we actually met on set. We were both extras in a, in a thing, but that's, that was another show. Uh, we, t- we caught up because he's actually, uh, he moved to Atlanta. He moved to Atlanta a few years back. So we caught up on a bunch of different projects that he was working on. We talked about uh, the move, yeah, from him going to Atlanta, working grip and electric on different sets, working at a rental house. Um, he explained to me what an EPK is, an electronic press kit. It's like, I, I didn't know it was called that, but I learned a whole lot about that. We talked about um, other projects that he's made himself, his short film, DJ Slay, which I highly recommend. It's really, really good. Um, we talk about other projects that he's worked on. He actually, uh, he did a little bit of acting work, did a little bit of voice work. He's done a lot of stuff in a few years. Um, so we just kind of cover it all. And it's just two friends, uh, two friends chatting and catching up over a long, uh, over a long time. Uh, he's been busy and I've been busy. So it was cool to spend some time with him. We talked about, uh, crying in movies because we both do it pretty often. And he's had some pretty amazing, uh, theater experiences um i'm a little jealous a little jealous but uh yeah let's just let's get into it uh please enjoy the interesting podcast episode number 123 the return appearance of robert alvarez theme song time never know what day it is that's nuts man that's got to be crazy i'm having a hard time knowing what day is because i'm i'm not working during this time so sure sure is it nice being back i mean yeah i like it i still i'd i'd, I'd like to be on set you know yeah. i was i was actually starting to get you know a lot of work like consistent work really this happened yeah so because i mean i'm still in the process of like day playing which sure is like a well, you know that because you know you know it's that's an acting term too that yeah. they play. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's you know to to make it on a full time on a crew is like you kind of have to work with them a lot, and then once they trust you, or like a couple guys actually are about to leave this crew that I work with mostly. Oh really? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, they'll they'll bring me on and and have me on as a full time guy. Yeah, you know, I'm getting a lot of work with them. I, I'm not complaining. Sure. But, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. What are you doing up there? I'm. I guess the the main thing I do is is rigging electric, oh, which sweet. is um, pretty much the main thing is that we run power to the set. Oh, that's the that's the main main thing. We mm-hmm. run like all the cable, all the power, everything to the to set. Then we we rig the lights up on the ceilings, and mm-hmm. you know different. You know if they need lights on anything on on condors and lifts and all that kind of stuff we we rig it all so when the first unit guys come in 
they just, you know, it should be ready. It, it's all, we test it and everything, so it should be ready to go. So they don't have to mess with anything. They just, you know, they make their adjustments when they get there. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Do you, are, are you guys like a NASCAR pit crew? You just, like, you got to do it real fast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes me a while because I'm, you know, I'm still, like, every day I'm learning new stuff. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really quick. Like, there's there's been times where we would go, especially a lot of, like, locations, we would go, here's a, you know, this, this middle school or whatever we have to rig. And I'm, and I'm looking at the map. They show us like where we're putting cable and like, you know, 200 feet this way, 400 feet that way. And I'm like, wow, this is going to take all day. <laughs> and like, we're finished at like noon. And I'm like, whoa, like yeah. I, I, it's crazy. Cause these guys, yeah, they know what they're doing and they're just really fast. Sure. This is a, it's a really good crew that I've, I've been lucky. Cause the crew that I usually work with there, I've worked with a lot of them before on indie stuff. Cool. That's how I kind of got the in on this one. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, they, uh, they're so fast, man. And, and like I said, I'm just, sometimes I feel like I'm in the way, but I'm catching up and I'm starting to learn. I'm learning as I go. There you go. There you go. So we were talking about this yesterday, but like, so you were the second ever episode I did. Yeah. (laughs) It's nuts to think about, man. Years ago. And like all your guests. And I remember... I remember we talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on that episode. I don't remember. I mean, I know you mentioned, you mentioned <laughs> me coming back. Yeah. But I do remember, like, afterwards, we were like, man, I want to I be your, you know, I want to be come back again. I want to be, like, a, a guest that comes back. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I keep seeing all your posts and all these, like, big names you did. <laughs> and I'm like, man. I think I think he outgrew me. Like I, yeah. I don't think I can be on the podcast now. <laughs> like As it's if. awesome, man. I'm so fucking proud of you. And I, I'm you know I'm excited. You've come a long way, man. And I'm you put a lot of work into it and it should for real. Awesome. It's so much yeah. work. I I yeah. love like because remember the first three we did on on tethered. Yeah, and I recorded them. Yeah. I was watching the zoom. I was being yeah. play on my own. <laughs> Yeah, my own interview. <laughs> yeah, you can actually hear me. You can hear me at the beginning. I go, and we're on, like we're yeah. recording, <laughs> like I was actually doing the recording on it. So it was pretty funny. That's funny. I think I even put like because the first, the first chunk, maybe even the first twenty, uh, were you know everyone that I knew personally, and what right. I would do was put like a title before their name. And I think right. yours was like producer Bobby Alvarez. Alvarez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was producer of Tethered, but also producer of the podcast because you were working right. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, man. I remember you were nervous too. Yeah. I think, did, did you did you record all three that same day? Yeah, yeah. I just because Josh Josh was first. Yeah. Because and you know he, he was like the YouTuber, and then I right, was like, right, all right, right, now you, and then Dimitri, and it was like one after the other. Like I just sat there and talked for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty cool, man. It was awesome. It's I like I like uh I, I tell people that like I really figured out my kind of style around episode like twenty five. <laughs> yeah. When did you when did you notice? Like when did you like Around man, then I'm getting really good at this. Like uh, I, I get it now. It was it wasn't necessarily that I was like, Oh, I'm good at this. It was more like, Oh, this is how I do it. Okay. Because like because it was so like you remember, like I have no idea what I'm doing. And the first, the one I did with Josh is so mm. cringy to listen back to because I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, I'm just like, oh, so Josh, you do the YouTubes, and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, it's like I need to relax because oh, I man, was I've, so nervous. 
Yeah, I've, I mean, I've listened back to mine, and I'm like, oof. Yeah. There's stuff that I say that I'm like, man, I, I think I, I like mispronounce some some movie titles and stuff. I was like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> oh, we got way worse than that in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I won't, we, we won't get into detail on that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were some that nowadays that would probably get me in trouble. Yeah, same, same. It was all joking, though. We yeah, of course. Five years later, let's disclaim it. We were right. kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were totally kidding. Totally joking. It's so yeah. crazy how much has changed. Because you still live down here when we did that. We, I did. I did. I was on. I was in the process of. I had just come back. I worked on um, my first like big big feature film over there. Mm-hmm. Still independent, and pff, compared to like the shows I work on now, it's like yeah. very small. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, but like it was still being a pretty big crew and I went up there, worked for a few weeks and then came back and I went back again. But they had all they were all telling me, come up to Atlanta. We'll get you work. Come up here. Sure. So I was back in Florida and we were finishing up Tethered. I wasn't going to abandon Tethered. Obviously, I wanted to finish that. Yeah, you better not. Um, and finished that. And then I was like, seriously, just saving every penny I could to, to move up as fast as fast as I could up yeah. to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you did. And then you came back for the premiere. I did. I yeah. did. I, it was funny because I moved up there. I moved up there and I was barely there like a couple months maybe. And then I, I came back. Yeah. <laughs> I came back for the premiere and it was awesome, man. I, oh, that, that was, that, that was a fun, was pretty fun weekend. cool. And man. it was only like, I was only here for a few days because I literally came down just for that because I had to work. Right, right, right. And, and uh, I remember explaining that to my boss over there because at the time when I first moved up, I worked at a rental house, nice. which is you know, they rent they rent lighting equipment to the big shows and all that. Sweet. And I did that to learn the equipment and all that. It, Smart. And if if anybody out there wants to be in this business and you want to be a gripper electric, I highly suggest that's the route to go. Yeah. Get, at get, least get even if you went to film school, I know guys that went to film school and still went to a rental house and said that they learned more at a rental house than they did all the time at film school. Really? Yeah. As far as the technical stuff. Like yeah, all that the makes light, sense because you're yeah, around it. Because like, you're around it all the time and you're working on it and you, on your downtime, you can go play with it if you sure. want. Sure. That makes sense. So. That makes sense. So it's grip. Is that your title? Is that, is that what it's? Um, it's uh, well, rigging electric is what I do. Mm-hmm. It's it's different now. It's funny because on independent on an independent feature, mm-hmm. which I've done too. I've, I've tried to mix those in as much as I can because I love working on those. Sure. You're usually a they call it a G and E swing, which is a, oh, a okay. grip and electric swing. Got it. So it, there's one lighting crew on the indie level, and they do both grip and electric. Oh, gotcha. On the bigger shows, there's a grip crew and an electric crew. And it's 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 kind of, like, frustrating sometimes because, like, I know how to put a pipe there to hang that light. Right. But I can't. Oh, right. The union, <laughs> tells, the union says I can't. Sure, sure. So I got to wait for grips to come to put – they. What grips do is they pretty much they set up either stands, um, like big frames or whatever grids for us to hang our lights. Oh. All the hardware, everything that a light hangs on, yeah. that grip does that. Gotcha. Okay. And then yeah, and then we come in and hang the light and run the power to the light and all that. 
Oh, okay. So I mainly, I'll still do grip work. I don't mind doing grip work. But, sure. Um, yeah, mainly I've been doing rigging electric, which I guess, you know, eventually I'd, I'd like to go first unit electric. I know a lot of guys in the business don't, they don't want to do that. Oh, guys really? are rigging electric because it's a, it's a lot of long hours because you first unit electric is when you're on set, like gotcha. I, you're on while they're shooting. Right. So, and I've every now and again, we are like, we're there at the very beginning of shooting, but then we have, we kind of got to leave because it's. We're not, we're in the way because right. there's other, there's another crew there now. But, um, a lot of guys, cause they have families and stuff like it's, it's over a lot of overnight shoots. I don't have a family. So yeah, why not? I, yeah, I would absolutely love to be there while shooting. That's, that's one of my favorite things is being on set period. Sure. I don't know how long I'm there. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's what I'm doing. I don't know if I answered your question. I think I did. I don't remember if I asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> So is that is that what you want to do? Like is that is that the is that the um, big the big goal? I mean, yeah. Right now, right now that is. Yeah. Um, obviously, I still want to work on my own stuff and and yeah, you know, do that here and there. I I honestly, man, the more I see how big this business is on the big level. Yeah. I don't know. Like it would drive me crazy. Really. To have to direct something that big. Oh, I can't There's imagine. So. <laughs> There's so much stuff. There's so like you're you're responsible for all of it. Yeah. Oh. And it's it's like that's has to be so nerve wracking. I can't. I don't know if I could do that. I couldn't. I yeah, know. I know but, for a fact yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know, we've you know I've I've been like nervous and 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 overwhelmed on an indie set. Yeah. You know, I, and that's and that's like nothing compared to to. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've said this before. I actually said it on our last, the last time we talked on here mm -hmm. is that it, it doesn't matter what level it is. It's still all the, all the same jobs need to be done. It's just, there's more people to do the work. Sure. It's like the process is still ultimately the same. Oh, it's yeah. a camera and actors yep. in front of yep. it capturing. Yep. It's just the lock, scope. Lock, light, shoot. Lock, yep. light, shoot. Yeah. Everything. I, that's all it is. I couldn't do it. I, I know I couldn't. I'm so, I'm so indecisive <laughs> as a person. If someone's like blue or red, I'm like, ah, I mean, I like them both. What do you What do you think? Right. And they're like, can't do that as a director. Can't those do Those decisions get easier as you go. Yeah. Um, you think I, so? Yeah. I I have I have noticed with like sh short films and stuff that I've directed and put together, and even like stuff that other people have directed. But when you're working on a new set, it's more, it's more, it's always a collaborative thing. But it's it's more of a collaborative. Like you're a family, and like the director will turn to some to me or anybody. Yeah. And say, hey, you know, what do you think of this lighting? What do you think of this? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, we have a problem here. What do you think? You come up with anything to fix it? Right. You know, like yeah. Do you find on the bigger sets, like, I've, uh, maybe because I'm coming at it from, like, the acting standpoint, you mm -hmm. know, there's so much pressure going in where, like, you have to be on, you have to have it perfectly, and you get in there, you do your job, you get out. But then right. there's this other side that you hear from people who are, like, actually doing it at a high level. They're like, no, you just mm -hmm. get in there and you play. And you're like, what? <laughs> Ooh, man, let me, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I don't know if I, I think I could talk about this. I'm pretty sure I won't, I mean, I'm, giving, I'm not giving anything away Okay. because <laughs> um, it's a movie that it, this movie was supposed to come out this summer and now they pushed it to next summer because of Got it. this whole, this whole thing. Okay. Um, uh, Jungle Cruise. Right. It's a big Disney rock. Yeah, with the rock, in it. Emily Blunt. I did a, um, 
oh, what do they call it? A uh, 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 EPK, which is Electronic Press Kit. Oh. Which is, it's pretty much just promotion for the movie. Oh, that's cool. So like, like yeah, a mini so like junket. It, yeah, it's like, yeah, we, we set up, basically set up a green screen and a bunch of lights on a stage. And then in, we would, we did that one day. And then the next day we came in and all day we were pretty much waiting around for the actors. Whenever the actor was available, they would come in and then read some stuff for us in front of the green screen, you know, and, oh. and do a couple of things. And then they would go to get pictures taken with the photographer for this. It would, it would always take like two hours ish. And That's then they cool. would go back to their thing. Yeah. It's like when you see them do like the interviews, but they're in their full costume. Like in yes, the special features. That, that's exactly what that's exactly what it is. Oh, so I, cool! Yeah, I did that for for Jungle Cruise. I, I worked on as a, I actually worked on it as a grip on that one. Hey, there you I, go. I was like when I was first starting out, uh, first starting out going freelance when I was I left the rental house. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I got to see Emily Blunt work. Yeah. Oh. And dude, I am like. I have been around like, you know, a bunch of actors and you know, actors, like I said, they're all good on their own level. Emily Blunt. The, yeah. The director said something. She did it. And then the director said, no, we'll do that. Like just a little adjustment and boom, just like that. Really? Like it was, she was so good. Like so professional. I'm like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's so it's it's you could tell she's been doing it for a long long time yeah she can turn it on she jokes around like in between takes and stuff oh cool like, yeah she's it she's really cool really sweet too but it's 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 cool because like to see that to see how she turns it on and off like just like that and i'm like wow that's i mean it's it's got to be tough i yeah like i said i've i have been been put in front of the camera yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never ran in front of the camera it's a good way I've to put it asked to, to be in front of the camera and i've done it and yep. it's it's so nerve-wracking man i i can't do what you guys do that is like seriously putting your one putting yourself out there in front of sometimes strangers because uh, yeah. you haven't met a lot of the crew yep and all these people are watching these hot lights are on you you have to remember your lines you got to remember to stay in character and then at the end you hope that you did enough to get them one what they wanted. Yeah. But then then it's all in their hands and they can make the edit can make you look bad. <laughs> yeah. Which is <laughs> whoa. Like I, I like to think about that. I'm like, wow, that's gotta be so nervous to do. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was unbelievable to see. That was like my first like whoa to see like a like like a master do their craft. Yeah, like somebody who's been doing it for a long time, and like, whew, I was like, wow, man, she's really on it. I think about that a lot when I see like performances. So like last, I think it was last year, um, mm -hmm. when I went up to New Jersey to see Randall Duke Kim in that play. Oh, okay. Uh, um, he invited Monique and I up. They were doing a, a Enemy of the People, the oh, Ibsen cool. play, and he was uh -huh. like the main guy in it. So I was like, yeah. So we flew to New Jersey and we saw him, and it was the first time I'd ever watched a show like a live show and been transported because he was so good. 
that wow. I was like at, on the edge of my seat. And I've been to a ton of plays, but I've never right. had that visceral of an experience before. Yeah, where you forget everything else. Yeah, we're you. just like, uh-huh. what is going to happen to this guy? And then in intermission, That's me so and Monique good. were looking at each other and just stunned. Like it was crazy because so he's been That's he's been doing it for like fifty years. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's that is a mast. That's called a craft for right. a reason. Yeah, yeah, and yeah like, man. man. And at like the the low level that I'm at, I see it, and I'm like, okay, I get. You can tell when it's a show and when it's real. And like, uh-huh. there's so many things, like, huh? Just <laughs> seeing it, you know what I mean? You have examples right. of what to do, and a lot of examples of what not to do. Right. It's, <laughs> it's bonkers. All that comes with time, man. Yeah. All of it comes with time. When like, for sure. I've told um, Dimitri, who's my producing partner, Dimitri Blanco, uh, with Grind Up Films, and he, we talked about all these like short films and short little skits that we did way back in the day. Yeah, that are terrible. I've seen a few. I I cringe, (laughs) and I would not want to show them to anyone. Like they're so bad. (laughs) We made so many mistakes, and there's some that we never released and we never put up anywhere. Sure. And. I remember telling, like, I've been telling him, like, if I ever make a feature, I would love to, if it's possible, have a featurette in, like, on the the DVD or Blu-ray of the feature. Yeah. Showing, I'd like to make a little feature, like a documentary of showing our very first short and then showing the process, you know, each, each thing that we did and how it got better. And that's not, like, me you know, blowing smoke up my own skirt. I'm just like, I'm trying to show like, you know, like a young filmmaker, even if you think you're making crap right now, yeah, keep doing it. And it's like, trust me, everything we've done, even the the worst stuff, the next thing was always a hundred times better. Yeah. And then better and better. And it keeps getting better. And I'm, that's no joke. And that's, that's, I guess that's all you could ask for. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's good. It is good to look back and see that you've gotten better because if you oh, look yeah. back and it's the same, what are we doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So far, yeah. so far, so good. Everything we've done, it's 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 nuts, man, to think yeah. back. And I remember, like, specifically, there was a music video we did for, a, like, down here in Florida for a local hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, really proud of that thing. Yeah. And it was great. And not that it it's bad. It was good. I, I'm happy with what we we accomplished with it, with very little stuff. Sure. And I was so proud of it. And I thought it was like the best thing we've done. And then we do a short film, <laughs> and it blow, <laughs> like it blows it out of the water. I'm like, wow, <laughs> like the difference is unbelievable. Sure. You know, obviously too, we we surround ourselves with re- real talented people. For sure. Um, so you know that helps. You know, a lot. <laughs> for sure was there a project so far that you've done when it was like an obvious you noticed progress you're like wow okay oh i mean i can name one was there was like a a a, a, a bunch of like little skits and shorts that we did that were that went on youtube a long time ago they're they're not on there now yeah <laughs> it's on private mode now smart um <laughs> but uh it used to be up on youtube and those were all they all kind of got better like even if i look at those that little by little they got those even got better Mm -hmm. but the biggest jump was actually that making that music video oh yeah um yeah that was i was like super i'm telling you i was like super excited like we did 
we didn't just make a music video. We did like, you know, because I can't just make a music video. Yeah, <laughs> I did like a whole like you know I I I did a um, oh my god storyboarded like this whole opening, oh really <laughs> this whole like opening scene to it beautiful and it's I love you know it's it it's really cool and then and I was super proud of that and then we worked on tethered and tethered was better than that yeah there you go um and man like little things we've done little things and stuff that ne not necessarily was our projects sure like you know yeah i've worked on short films i actually there was a short film i worked on with you it's scoundrels yeah that was th that, that was, was mine awesome. that was my oh. moment where i realized like oh maybe i can actually do this <laughs> oh man, you were fucking great in that. Are you kidding me? That that's the one I think about all the time. Uh yeah. because was that that was your big woe? That was my big woe. Yeah, cuz I I tethered was the first time I'd done like any actual acting. But like mm -hmm. I felt like I was so close to Q that I was like, yeah, I could totally just do this. You know what I mean? Right. And right. then I did a few things in between Tethered and Scoundrels. But the scripts weren't very good, and I didn't super connect to them. I was like, all oh, right, yeah, I mean. And then there was one movie I did that was horrible. The movie's horrible. I'm horrible in it. It is unwatchably bad. Was so, that the one with a certain – I want to That's the one. That is the one, yeah. With a certain horror icon? Yes. Which that, that scene was awesome. He was great. Everything uh, else was a – was not the best experience. Oh man, and, that's sad because I dude, I really was looking for. I really want to watch that. It's on Prime. <laughs> yeah, I gotta check that out. It's, I'll check it out, man. Dude, I'm so bad in it, but like it's when fun. when Scoundrels came out and I watched it, I was like, "Well, look at that!" I was like, "Maybe right. I can do this." And it's right. it's so interesting. It's hard because when you're working, you're not thinking about it. It's mm -hmm. like you can only get that perspective looking back. Oh yeah! You oh know. yeah! For that's sure. Why, that's why I don't. That's why it's, it's I don't good. trust people it's to say to it's a back. process. <laughs> it's, like I know people who won't look at their their old stuff or whatever, and I I always like to look back and learn, man. Yeah. It's, I learn all the mistakes I made. Even the the last thing that we officially did was a short film. That was another huge jump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was a, a short film called DJ Slay. That's it's on YouTube right it's now. It's great. Thank you. I like Thank that you. one a lot. Good prosthetic um, it, work. You know, it's kind of, it, I remember when you asked me, you messaged me and you're like, hey man, is this like your official director debut? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. And I'm, it's not that I don't, I'm very happy with the film. Good. You I am. Be. It's just, the thing was that it was, it was kind of, it wasn't exactly a 48 hour film festival thing. Sure. Where we had like a time period to do it and we had like a genre that we were, we were told we had to shoot. Yeah. You know, so it technically wasn't something that we created all together. I mean, we it's hard to say. It's hard to explain. <laughs> How do we quantify this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we had to come up with a story, but we, we had 13 days to write uh, cast, which that was the hard part. Like, we didn't cheat. I, I, um, I was talking after, because it's like a competition, sort of. Like, it, it's voted on by the festival and the people there. Um, it, you have 13 days to write, cast, shoot, and edit mm -hmm. this a short film, like an eight-minute short film. So that's another thing too. Like you're 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 told like a time limit. You have like a certain time limit. Right. So it was all a bunch of restrictions. So it was it 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 wasn't like truly like something like we came up 
I don't know how to say it. You didn't like come to it. It's like you you didn't come to it on your own. It was like you had parameters and work with it. Yeah, we had to to work with certain things, which was, like I said, it's a really cool exercise. Sure. I suggest people, if you want to make something, look look local film festivals anywhere near you. Yeah. And they pretty much all film festivals have a forty eight hour forty eight hours. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. Like I've heard I've heard so many stories of of like people doing those, and I'm like. I don't know how I could write, shoot, and edit a movie in forty-eight hours. Like no. they were, no. all the stories I've ever heard of people who've done it have been like up all night. Like they were taking turns. Yeah, editing. They've like all got PTSD sleep and the from other it. One would edit right, <laughs> and I'm like, Phew. yeah, there's no way. Yeah, but yeah, that that short film turned out beautiful. Yeah, really, really beautiful. Robbie Cochran. Um. I don't know. Have you ever, oh yeah, you did meet Robbie. You met him on uh he was the the AC on uh Rum and Hot Peppers. Oh or, really? Yeah, sac- yeah, yeah. Good dude. Yeah, yeah sacrificial he, he now. Was, <laughs> he was our DP on uh on uh DJ Slay. And oh, cool. he made it he made it look gorgeous. Yeah. That's the one that's the one comment we get the most on that short is that it looks beautiful. It, it looks like a huge budget and we oh, spent I a little money on it, but we I called in a ton of favors, man. That was yeah. <laughs> that was another thing. Um, I really got emotional when that happened. Yeah, I we were like looking. Okay, this is what we want to do. We wrote the story, and we were thinking, all right, what do we need? This is what we need. Okay, shit, that's gonna cost a lot of money to rent all this equipment that we need. Yeah. All right, I worked at a rental house. Let me call this people. There's this one dude that works that I worked with at the rental house that works at another rental house. Let me call. I guess I could call him. Like I, I haven't really talked to these people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. And I hate, like I do, I hate being that, but yeah. I tried and man, so many people like said, yeah, dude, I want to help out. And people were like calling me when they found out I was making this and I'm like, Hey, like oh, that's the cool. cool thing was directors, indie directors that I've I like was a PA on their movie or you know worked grip and electric on their movie yeah were calling me and saying hey you need anything oh that's like, cool yeah you know, they would hook me up with a fog machine or they'd hook me up with this or that or the other right on yeah man that that, that was like wow that's you realize like all this work you've done and everything you put into it yeah it wasn't nothing like everybody they they saw what you did for them and now they're helping you out sure it was so so cool to feel that. I was like, wow, that was that was really like it was. It's just I don't know. It made like all the hard work that you've been doing. You kind of like you know, it's it was for something. It wasn't for anything. Yeah, I I had a similar experience on blisters because oh, yeah. there ended up being a crew of like twelve people. I was like, oh, wow. what is going on? I was like, this is just a random thing. And like before we got started, <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to say thank you so much because I don't know what is going on because like Slim, right. we use Slim's equipment. He shot it, and then I got a buddy of mine to direct it, another one to run sound, and then Slim just like called in favors from other people. Like his friend had a ranch that we shot on. He provided a horse, like right. And then yeah, you're like, yeah, wow. What do you? How do you process that? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Like we needed a club scene, and I was like, where the fuck are we gonna get a yeah. club scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how are we gonna do that? And then I thought a friend of mine. He's in a band and he has a um, practice space Sweet. that 
that it's it's when you walk into the place, it's like a lobby with a stage that they do live events at sometimes. Oh, sweet. And then there's there's back rooms and each band has a room where they they do their practice. You know, that's where they practice. Yeah. And uh, I, I talked to him and he talked to the owner of the place and he said, yeah, we can get it, you know, on a Sunday. And we had it like pretty much all day, all night because we needed it was a night scene. Right. So we shot. Yeah, we shot from like like five. We got there like at five in the afternoon and left like at two or three in the morning. Wow. And it, we had and it was free. It was you know, it was we had to dress it up a bit to make it look like a like a club. But yeah. it was like it was an eight minute short. So we had like we just had to do really fast shots and like, you know, it was, it was pretty much a performance thing where the, the lead girl's a, a DJ. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, we had to do that. And that was another thing I called extras. I just, you know, put on Facebook, Hey, you know, doing this short, anybody can come out. I had like friends of mine that are like indie actors who doesn't need to do this. Like they don't, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they have a career and they don't need to like be in my short. Sure. But here they are showing up to, you know, dr- dressed up like they, like they're going to a nightclub to, to be in this nightclub scene. And there's, there was, a, this girl I know that was an AC that I've worked with her on like commercials and stuff. She's a, she's, she's like, like a, um, she's a first AC. She pulls focus. Oh, cool. And like she doesn't act, but she still wanted to come out and help. And I was like, "That's so fucking cool." And she, yeah, she came out and was one of the people dancing in the in the club. What? Mm-hmm. Is there a is there a big indie film community up where you're at? There's got to be. Oh yeah, it's Atlanta. for sure, you've absolutely. Got, you've got the yeah. actual industry there, so there has to yeah. be an extra ring of yeah. Of indie there's sites. always and like I said, even in the, almost everybody's in the industry. Cool. And, they're always like calling in favors. And if I need grip equipment, I know grips that, Hey man, you know, can I get a frame or something? Sure. And they'll figure it out. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all like a huge, like film family there. That's which is the one thing that was missing down here in Florida. I wish. Yeah. I obviously, I wish I love Florida. I grew up here. Yeah. I wish I could be here doing it. I wish, but it's just, it's not, it's not here. Like it is up there. No, no, we yeah. got nothing here. Yeah, we, I, I mean, well, there's there's stuff, but it's not. And now they're starting to shoot a few, you know, more films down here. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You I mean, they shot Bad down a Boys, little? Bad Boys for Life or whatever they shot in Miami. That's true. Dimitri worked on that. Yep, he did. That's, As a, I think he was a PA. That's so that. awesome. Yeah, so awesome. So what what kind of stuff are you doing? Like Pinewood is Pinewood in Atlanta? Pinewood is. Um, I, I worked on, on this was the probably one of the coolest things I did. I only worked on it as a PA on this one. Sure. But it's a lot of work I still, though. Yeah. And the, the, um, the coordinator, the producer of it, mm-hmm. she knew, she knows me and she knows that I wanted, I wanted to be, I want to work in, in grip and electric. Sure. So once my PA duties were out of the way, they let me go help the grips and electric. So I was working grip and electric on it. Sure. But, uh, but you know, I was like pulling cables and putting them down and plugging stuff in and, you know, stuff like that, whatever they needed me. I was kind of like their assistant. Cool. But technically I was a PA and it was a, uh, electronic press kit for, um, infinity war. What? Yeah. I didn't a, know this. Yeah. Yeah. That was, 
She, I remember when I when she got me the job. My friend, she's a producer. She was a producer on it. She got me the job, and she's like, "So have you got the email yet?" And I go, "No, I haven't checked my emails because it was like the next day we were going to work." Oh. I just knew it was a job, and I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll do. It. I'll PA." Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, whatever it is. Always I didn't even yes. know where it was or nothing. Yeah. And she goes, "You should check. You should check the the email." And I look, and it said, "I go. This says Pinewood," and she goes, "Yeah." And then she told me she told me what it was. She goes, "We can't talk about it," but now it's the, that movie's been out. But right, the next yeah, one it was, came he, out. It was pretty much the same thing we did on uh, on Jungle Cruise, which we just set up the lights like a green screen. And that one we set up a. And I'm still trying to find these these videos, and I can't find them anywhere. There's like there was a room that was set up that was an interrogation room. Oh. And each they brought in like each actor, each superhero, and like it, like basically they were being interrogated, and it but it was like funny. So I don't know. It, it must be a special feature on the Blu-rays. I haven't bought those Blu-rays yet, uh-huh. so I don't know. I don't know if it's on there. It could be, but what? also like the um, I don't know if you saw it. That's on YouTube. I saw the um, the ten year anniversary thing where they took the big picture in front of they got up they yeah with everybody mm-hmm. yeah i was there i was there when that happened what? i was on the stage when they did that when they took that picture and video some of those interviews we did Dude. We like we set up the lights and so yeah what so you got to actually see the superheroes uh, oh yeah yeah it was pretty cool what it was pretty cool that I remember, uh, 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 man, what's the hell's his name? Damn it. Captain America, Chris Evans, right? Yeah. 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 I remember when we were like, we were finished setting up after a couple actors had left already. Cause that's the thing when you do an EPK, it's like whenever they're available, they come to us. Right. So it, it could change. Like if we're getting this actor, we're supposed to get this actor at four. Okay, now he's pushed back because he's still acting on. They're still shooting. Sure. So we're gonna get this other actor first now, and da, da, da. so it does like it just reverses things. But everything's set up the same. It's pretty much a green screen, and like I said, that other shot, that other scene on the in the interrogation room. Right. But we were like standing around in between after the one actors had just left, and then all of a sudden I see my producer friend. <laughs> And like all the other girls, they were like huddling around the door. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> like, why are you guys all like over here? Why aren't you over by, you know, the computers? Yeah. I think I had to talk to them about, so I had to ask them something. And I can't remember. What, I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But they're like, Chris Evans is about to come in. <laughs> <laughs> and they all wanted to just catch a glimpse of him, I guess. Sure. I mean, rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The coolest guy, coolest guy I'll say is um, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I've heard he's the greatest, the nicest fucking like he was like, we were like moving you know lights and adjusting stuff, and he was like coming up and say, "Hey guys, how's how you doing? How's your day going?" Stuff like that. Like he was, oh, that's he wasn't cool. just sitting sitting in the chair and like he was walking around set looking at everything. Sure, that's yeah, so cool. Super, super super cool guy. I've heard Samuel Jackson called him Teddy Bear Ruffalo. <laughs> He's like that, that guy is just the greatest. I didn't get to see Samuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see him. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think when I the day the two days I was there, we didn't get everybody, but we got a lot. A lot of the the bigger names. That's it was pretty so cool. Cool. 
What a yeah. crazy experience. And like, cause you just moved up there a few years ago. You've been yeah. killing yeah. it. Yeah. I worked, like I said, I, I moved up in early 2016. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's uh, been that long already. Yeah. It's four over four years now. Wow. Um, yeah. Like we recorded the podcast. Yeah. Like 20... Right at the, right at the end of tethered. I think it was like, yeah, it was one of the last days of shooting. I think. Yeah. It was right at the end of tethered. I don't remember the exact day, but it was in 2015. Yep. And my plan was to move at the end of 2015, but yep. it ended up being like late January 2016. So I, I pretty yeah. much hit my 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 goal. Yep. Yeah. It still worked. So, yeah. And yeah. I moved up. I moved up there. I, I started working at the uh, the rental house, Cinelease. I'll say the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a really cool company. Right on. Um, started working with them and I worked with them. My plan was to be there a year and a half, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And then things started changing. They started, it was messed up because Atlanta, Atlanta became at that time, like grew just in that one year I was there. Yeah. It became so busy here that LA, cause Sinalese is like, they're based in LA, but they have, you know, Oh, okay. They have places in Atlanta. They have places in North Carolina, New Mexico, uh, I think Chicago mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh. Like all, all this, all the states that have the big film um, stuff, Louisiana. The, yeah, the, stuff like big, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so they're all over the place. But the hub, the main hub is in in L.A. Gotcha. And because we were doing so well in Atlanta and things were so busy here. Mm-hmm. They decided to move people, like LA people, come in to Atlanta, and like I don't, I don't know why. Like all of a sudden, they wanted to change everything we were doing, and I'm like, we're doing fine. You know? <laughs> Power Just leave move. Us alone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, like management started like uh, getting out. So sure. I was like, okay, okay, maybe I should start like figuring a way to get on set. Sure. So I, I, I was there maybe a year and like eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. And then I, a, a friend of mine, this is cool. Cause we talked about this on the other podcast. I did a, I worked on the feature called Frankenstein creative bikers. Yes. Which was James Bickert. Uh, he was the, the writer director. His next movie was a women in prison movie called Amazon Hotbox. Oh yeah. Your on screen debut. I, I, <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my, I mean, I was in short, like very small scenes in uh, Frankenstein, but I didn't talk. Right. This one, he actually gave me lines. Yeah. Which you'll get into. So <laughs> it just so happened that it just so happened that that movie, he was going to start shooting that movie right around the time that I was looking to get out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I asked him, okay, when are you, when are you planning on shooting this? And he's like, you know, early November. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give, I'm going to wait and then give my two weeks notice. I gave my two weeks notice. You know, and I, and I did it right. You know, I didn't burn any bridges. Smart. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, really smart because <laughs> I went back to Sinalese and they actually like the boss there. He's not there anymore. But when, when I went back for my short film, he, he hooked me up with like a grip package with like stands and everything. Nice. For free. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I was like, I can't believe we're getting this equipment for free. Yeah. And I felt bad. <laughs> I apologized to him. He goes, no, man, I'm, you know, we want you to do, you know, good. We want you to, to, to succeed and do what you want. That's so cool. And, you know, like I said, I, I worked with him for like over a year and a half. So, 
There you go. Yeah, they were they were really cool there. Um, so anyway, I I it worked out where I could I left that job and went right into production on Amazon. But I also worked on in between that I worked a week on a feature film called um, Reckoning. Oh. And it's it's going to be released soon. I don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. It 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 it's done its festival circuit. It might be shooting showing at some well not now, but like before this it might have, it was showing at some festivals like at the end of its festival run. Sure. And I know it got distribution. It's going to get picked up. I just don't know when it's going to be out. I highly recommend you watch that movie. It's yeah, great. It's really good. Sweet. It's called Reckoning, and I worked uh, on the G and E crew on that one. Cool. Uh, I did that for a week and then I came back to, cause it was just outside of Atlanta up in mm-hmm. the mountain and I came back to Atlanta and I worked on Jimmy's new movie as the gaffer key grip. Cause I was, it was cool. literally just me and the DP. Yeah. It was very, <laughs> it was very small. It was really small. It was almost like shooting. It was like shooting tethered, but we had like real, some really nice equipment. Yeah. And we had really good lights, and we had sta- we were shooting on a soundstage. What? Uh, yeah, and it was it was really cool. With all like all the interiors are are on a soundstage, and then we did some exterior stuff later. Wow. But but yeah, like some people some people watch the movie and be like, "Wow, really? You didn't shoot that like on location anywhere?" I go, no, man, that was that was shot. Some of the stuff you could tell, but other stuff you can't. Like, yeah. It really, looks really good. Um, really proud of that. And yeah, the the acting part was, uh, <laughs> I w- it was day before shooting, the night before shooting, and I had just gotten back from uh, being working on the on reckoning, mm-hmm. and I came and Jimmy James, he the director is like, hey, you want to be a guard in the movie? Just you know, just here and there, we're gonna put you in as a guard. Yeah, and I'm like, sure, sure, yeah. I can do. Why not? Yeah. That Why sounds not? like a background non-speaking role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> there was, um, like, he, he he goes, there might be, like, one or two lines on this opening scene, and that's it. I'm like, okay, f- cool, that's fine. Just feed the lines to me, and I'll say them you know, yeah. as best I can. <laughs> and I I made the mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not a mistake. It's, I mean, people say it's great, but I listen to it and cringe. Yeah, I tried to put on like the thickest, like, like Mexican accent that I could, <laughs> like a villain Mexican accent that I could. Of course, and of course. It was just this one scene, so sure. I figured it won't be a problem. I can say a few words in an accent. Yeah, you're fine. I, no, no big deal. So I did that <laughs> scene. I did that scene, and it was fine. It was great. He liked it. I was happy. I was like, okay, good. If you're happy, I'm happy. Yep. We went and shot on location, which I was still, he told me I, I might still be an extra guard there, like just in the background, holding a gun, walking the girls here and there. Cause it's like, it's a women in prison movie. Yep. And, uh, for some reason, I guess the actor, the guard that was supposed to have all these talking parts couldn't make the trip. Out to where we were shooting. <laughs> we were shooting in, well, not Savannah. It was outside of Savannah. There's an island called Tybee Island. Sweet. Uh, and the surrounding areas. It was not just Tybee. There was other areas too. But mm-hmm. So, yeah. So this actor that had all these speaking parts didn't have them. Like now he's he's not available. Right. So 
he the morning well actually it was the night before because we had we had like an early we shot all day but we had like we got off early enough because we were staying at a hotel it was like like a for like four days we stayed on this island on, on a hotel like all the cast and crew nice it was really fun yeah that was fun it was like a cool break yeah and right across the street there's a bar that doesn't it i we eventually <laughs> found out the name of it but there's no name on the bar <laughs> like on the outside there's no name beautiful it's this little this little dive bar and this the bartender lady after one night she knew what we all drank like and our names she remembered our names wow she remembered what we drank i'm like whoa that's where you want to go yeah and uh we ended up going there like um, pretty much every night i don't think it was every night but um one day we ended pretty early and we went to the bar had some beers and we were having fun you know the cast and crew and then jimmy hands me a cup like a page and a half Oh, of boy. dialogue <laughs> and, he, and i'm like what's this and he's like this is you got to do this guard because the the guard can't he's can't make it oh no and it's tomorrow morning we have to shoot <laughs> this. Like, what learn up <laughs> yeah so like i literally left i left the bar like within five minutes went up to the hotel room and like was trying to read and i'm like oh my god i did that accent yeah <laughs> now i got to do this accent again what have i done <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that scene was a little rough because I, like, <laughs> I had to, I had to like really learn. I had to learn one. Like I said, I have so much respect for you guys for what you guys do. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, had, that was a little rough, um, but I got through it. And then there was another scene he added because he really, I don't know. I guess he really <laughs> liked my performance. Yeah. And it, it was a scene that he added where we were walking, like we were on boats that there's no dialogue on that. We were on boats and stuff like the bringing the prisoners to the island to the sure. prison. And then there's a scene where uh, the girls are talking and they're complaining about, you know, one of them says they're innocent. They're not supposed to be here. Da, da, da. And then I intervene and like tell them, keep moving. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. The accent, <laughs> it was just the accent. The accent is what I was like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> I, I like dug myself in a hole because I really didn't think I had that many lines. Right, right. So you learned about so yeah, commitment but it, on that set. It ended up being kind of cool because it was. I remember when we went to the premiere, like the audience. I mean, I'll give this spoiler away. It's not that big of a deal. I'm just like a like a side character. Yep. But I'm I'm I ended up the scene. I'm pretty much the like sympathetic guard in this whole thing. There like all go. the guards are assholes in this. <laughs> And I'm the one guard that, like, I'm trying to get the girls water and, like, you know, I'm being, I'm the nice guard. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. And it, yeah. It's good and casting. Then it, it doesn't matter because I still, when there's a big riot at the end, I still get killed. They yeah. still kill me. Yeah. I mean, so you know, my criminals. Death scene, my death scene was pretty cool and pretty epic. Yeah. And I remember, like, all the, like, fans at the premiere were like, no, why are you killing him? Like, it was so funny. And I was, I had to, it was, I got a little teary. I didn't laugh because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, ah, oh, cool. I connected with some people, I guess. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty. So, yeah. It's pretty special when you have something that like people are affected by. Yeah. That's that's another thing that I I have got to experience a few times, and I was like, oh yeah, I really like have this. You, have you got people to like to to tear up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, man, that's dude, gotta be so. It's well, it happened to Monique of all people. 
And I was wow. like, you know, for my wife to be affected by something I do is like, like you know, that's you know, awesome. that's me, right? Yeah. It was yeah. the thing. It was the don't open till Christmas short that I did with Slam and Fruit oh, okay. of the Tree. Right. Yeah, that one got her good. And I was like, wow. it, that was the first thing she's ever like been openly affected by. Cause she'll watch wow. everything. She, that was really good. I enjoyed it, and she'll laugh and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that one, she was like. Oh, and I was like, what is this superpower I've unlocked? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Like, yeah, I every time there's a scene in a movie that moves me to like tears yeah. and cry, like literally like where sometimes where I have to pause the movie. Yeah. To, like what was the re- what was the last movie that like broke you? Oh, man. I know. I know. I'm pretty, do you cry easy in movies? Because I feel like I oh, do. Oh, I do a lot. Same. I do a lot. Same. Stu- and like the stupidest thing. <laughs> but it's like, it's just something that you relate to, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, I it's, agree. it's the simplest thing. Like every time, this this is a movie that gets me all the time. Forrest Gump. Ooh, which is it's a good one. A good movie. Very good movie. Yeah. But the scene, and, I've, and I think, Tom Hanks is a fucking great actor because of, because of this one scene. Yeah, I agree. There's a scene where he he um, Jenny tells him that that's his son, which is funny because yeah. you know she <laughs> said it's the whole line where he's like, "I named him Forrest." He got named after his daddy. He goes, "He got a daddy named Forrest too." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's all funny. Like, damn it, Forrest, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but then when she says you're his daddy, she. He freaks out. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. And you can see tears in his eyes. And the first question he says, is he like, and he doesn't even get it out. Yeah. He says, like he's saying, is is he like me? Yeah. It gets, I'm already tearing up right yeah. now. About it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, he, she goes, is he, and then he's like points to his chest or like puts his hand on his chest and Jenny knows what he's asking. And he says, no, he's so smart for us. Yeah. And like, uh, That's the first, this whole movie, he's like stupid as a stupid does. Yep. I don't care. Nothing's gonna stop me. Yeah. So he, it's he's like oblivious to the struggle, pretty yeah. much. Like that's yeah. what you think anyway. Yeah, he fights through when it. He admits that he's not normal. Right. That he's kind that of he's saying, different. "I'm not normal." Yeah. Is he like me? It's yeah. so sad. Yeah. I'm like. Whoa, dude, are you serious right now? Like, yeah, every time that that gets me. Um, the last time, man, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say what was the the war movie? 18, 1917? Yeah, the, not really, really got me, but the part where when he finally, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it, um, he finally gets to send the message to the brother yeah that was that that i was like whoa like yeah. that really got me yeah and that dude that actor i don't know who he is the brother the, or the, the guy who played the brother that, yeah the guy that was uh richard madden is he in is he in like in something else he's rob stark what yeah yeah <laughs> he's the king of the north yeah are you serious yeah that's him that's him wow i see i didn't know that i know he's so good yeah, like it, it, it's it's such a small part. Yeah, but it's like he, it was his reaction that oh, yeah. got me, and it was so hard for the the other actor did a good job, like showing his emotion, trying to tell this to his. He went through all this hell. Yeah, now he's got to tell the the one thing he went through all the hell for was to tell this guy that his brother's dead. Yeah, and it was like 
whoa, man. Yeah. Like that, the way he reacted, he was like in shock and then immediately went right back into, okay, I got patience. I got, like, he was a medic. Yeah. And he was like, like, make sure you get something to eat. Are you hungry? And I'm like, oh my God. Like that, I mean, I'm sure some of that was directing and the director, you know, directed him into doing it, but that was great performance by those guys. I agree. That's, I, I think that might be the, I know there's more. I just can't think of any right now. That was one that I remember that moved. Oh, well, <laughs> this is just like a kind of a geek out moment. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Assemble. I know it's a big budget and it's super doesn't matter. Movie. The truth is that I, I grew up reading comic books. Yeah. So and Captain America was one of my favorite superheroes is Hell yeah. in the comics. Um. I'm kind of more of a, a Bucky, oh, Captain America guy. I can see than, it. Than, than Steve Rogers. I can see it. I, I love Bucky as Captain. It's not going to happen in the movies, which stinks, but I can't get it. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> can't do it all the same, exactly the same, because then why why even make it? Yep. Um, but the in in Avengers Endgame, when Cap is is by himself, he gets knocked down and he gets up. His shield is half broken. Yeah. He straps it onto his arm and he stands up and it's Thanos with his entire army behind him. Yeah. And it's just Captain by himself. And he's getting ready. And I'm like, at the time I thought in the movie, again, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, I don't know where you've been, but yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, okay, going into the movie, I thought Captain was gonna die. That's just a thing that I thought was sure. gonna happen. Sure. And I'm like, okay, this is it. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to die. This, this is, is the moment. Yeah. I started, like, tears started rolling down my eyes. All right. Yeah. And then when you hear the radio and Sam says, yeah. Cap, can you hear me? It's Sam. And when he says, on your left. Yep. Ah! I sobbed <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> I, was holding, I was holding myself like a baby, sobbing like, uh, <laughs> like ugly, like heaving ugly shoulders. Stuff. Yeah, we can't catch your breath. And I noticed I was shaking so much that I noticed my elbow. I'm a big dude. Yeah, my elbow was elbowing the lady sitting next to me, who I don't know because of, you know <laughs> the, the crowds were so big at the time. It was like packed. Every 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 viewing was like sold out. Yeah, and my elbow was hitting her, like pushing onto her arm, and I noticed that. And in the middle of my sobbing, I turn to say I'm sorry to her. Yeah. And I look at her and she looks at me and she's sobbing too. Uh. <laughs> and she pets my arm and says, it's okay. It's okay. That's amazing. <laughs> complete stranger tells me that. So yeah, that was another one that I completely lost it to. And then I, I on a rewatch, I got teary at it, but I didn't sob as much. Yeah. I, but, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, movies and things like that are like cathartic for me. I was like, I don't cry a whole lot in real life, but if I watch a movie, it's not hard, (laughs) but there's levels, you know, you've got like the teary eyed, right? Which is like your eyes get all filled with water. But then sometimes when the tears fall, you're like, Ooh, we're dancing now. Yeah, man. I know there's so many, like I know I've seen now, especially now when I have, we have all the time in the world. Yeah. (laughs) I've been, I've been on Netflix and I know, I know there's stuff that I've watched that I'm like, wow, that was, that was a cool, even if it was just one scene in the movie, sometimes it's a movie I don't really like. Maybe I don't like the ending. I don't really enjoy, I didn't really enjoy the movie, but one particular scene or a particular actor 
giving a great performance can really get you. Oh, yeah. I had mm-hmm. the last... So the two movies that come to mind with me that, like, tears fell down, like, got me, oh, man, was Only the Brave okay. with, with Josh Brolin and Miles Teller about the hot shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrecked me. <laughs> Wrecked me. <laughs> I can see that. Okay, so because there's, like, a scene where, like, things happen and then you get right. the reaction of the family and it's just visceral and just, like... And also, like, I... I it's a thing for me where, like, if somebody loses somebody and then you watch them go through that, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's right here. I get it. I, I've right, been, right. I know. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The other one was actually Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Kubo I, and the Two Strings. <laughs> the, I do want to see that. Dude, I know. I know that was one of those that, like, it's the first time I'd ever experienced it where I was watching the movie. There's a line that he says at the end that mm-hmm. just, like, I didn't even feel it coming up. I just right. started like watching the movie and then tears just started coming down my face and I was like, what is going on? Like it, it was like my body reacted and started crying, but my mind hadn't caught up with it yet. And right. then I couldn't stop crying. Mm-hmm. So like when it was over, Monique was like, are you okay? I was like, I don't know. I don't even know. We got to, let's talk about something <laughs> else. We need to, and like, right. I had right. to come out of it because it got me so good. It's yeah. man. It, but it, it, like, there's nothing like that. You know, if you can be right. affected by that kind of art, you're like, it's, oh yeah, man! It's a yeah. it's spiritual experience between human mm-hmm. beings, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah, I remember. I was just thinking. Now that you told stories, now I remember a couple. I remember um, Rocket Man, the Elton John story. Ooh, that was a good one. There was a couple scenes in that that got me choking, choking on tears. Yeah. Um, and another one. This was like a really cool experience. I had this is one of my probably up there as one of my coolest experiences in a theater that I've had. Really? I went to see um, uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, good one. Uh, right. And his whole, one, the, his whole relationship with his family yeah, is what got me the most. Sure. That was like, because the dad, you know, they, they weren't like calling him, you know, names and stuff, but they didn't want him being gay. Yeah. They didn't want him being the way he was. Sure. And it was, he was struggling with that. But but he really didn't. He was like, I wish I could have met that guy because that. Yeah. It seems like he was so. I'm me. Yeah, he's just you know, sure. If you accept me or not, I don't care. I'm I'm gonna be me. I don't care what you think. I love that. And that's so, yeah, it's such a great attitude to have. Yeah. And there was this is a cool thing because there was a, an emotional scene where he he fires. I think his I think it's his manager. Yep. And he like kicks him out of the limo. Yes. Right when that scene ends, for some reason, the screen went black. It went black. And I thought first and it went black for a little long for like a few moments. And I'm like, huh, maybe that's just a, you know, a, a you know, the director did a, a thing there. Yeah. Like That was a, a choice he made. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. He wants you to like hold on to it. And then it was a little long. And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, what's going on? And there's 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 maybe fifty people in the audience with me. Uh huh. And all of a sudden, the lights come up. So something <laughs> went wrong. Something went wrong with the with the with the thing. And uh, they say we're like they come out and say we're spec- you know we're fi- trying to fix it, figure it out. We'll have we'll be back up soon. Okay. Sure. And we're all just sitting there, and it was kind of an emotional moment. And then all of a sudden, a guy right behind me starts stomp his feet. And clapping the boom, boom, ch- uh, boom, boom ch- <laughs> and we all, everybody in the theater starts doing it. What? 
like loud, like we were at a concert. Yeah. And then I think, uh, did we start singing? I think we started singing. You have like the coolest we experiences will, in a theater. <laughs> yeah. And we're, it's so, and we're, I'm like in tears in joy though. Like I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that, you know, spiritual stuff, but if, if he was watching, yeah. like it would've, that would have been such a cool experience for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I then, love and, that. And then the movie finally came on, and, and we cheered when the movie came on. We all cheered. Sure. And then we watched the end of it, and then it was kind of cool because, like, at the end, like a few, a group of us, strangers, uh, people I don't know, and I don't usually talk to people like I don't know. It takes me a minute. Yeah. To get to, <laughs> to be comfortable to talk to someone I don't know. Sure. And it, yeah, we sat and talked about like we we were standing out in the lobby talking about how the movie moved us and stuff. It was really cool. It was a really really cool experience that when I watched that movie. What? You've got yeah. like, it, I feel like the experiences I have is like the, the projection goes out and they're like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's well, um, it, the thing is a lot of, a lot of most of my, the movie going I do is like early on a Sunday. Right. <laughs> and like nobody's in like maybe two or three people. I think one time I shared a, a, a theater by myself. Yeah. A, you got your own, get your own private screening. So yep. like all those. Like that was those. awesome. It's cool. <laughs> I like those uh, a lot. And then another time, which was kind of sad, I went with Dimitri and, um, oh, wow, this is really sad because it, it's his late friend, Austin. He was oh, the right. Runner. Yeah, yeah. We, it was us three, and we went to go see um, uh, the uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, which was Heath Ledger's, Heath Ledger's last, last. Yeah. Movie. And it was sad because we all went, and the, it was just us three in the theater. Right. And like, come on, man! Like, like I wish people would come out to see that because it was a great movie. Was it? I it, I, I don't th- I don't think I, I saw it because I remember. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think I saw it because didn't that one like Keith Ledger didn't finish it? They brought in like Johnny Depp and then other people to. And here's yeah, and here's the thing, it works for that movie because the the storyline I won't give it away if you haven't seen it. Right. They did a really good. I, I'm a, I'm sure they rewrote stuff. Right. They had to but there's it. It's kind of cool because there's a reason he looks different. Oh, that's there's cool. a reason he looks like Johnny Depp and he looks like so and so and he looks like uh, Jude Law. I think uh, maybe Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing in that movie. Yeah, so good. I I don't know. I I really like that guy. I think I know he, he gets a lot of shit, but he's like to me he's like a character actor in a leading man's body. Yeah, I can see that. Like he, you know <laughs> he's 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 a good looking dude and he gets a lot of shit for that. Like. Good yeah. looking dudes are just good for like you know being an action star and stuff like that. Like, yeah. like feel, Brad Pitt. I was Brad about Pitt. to say I feel the An same way about actor. Brad Pitt. Yep. He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's a he's a character. He gets lost in his. There's some performances. Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, True Romance. Mm-hmm. Like there's characters that he he does so well. Oh yeah. That it it doesn't. I don't see I don't see Johnny or I'm sorry Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, I don't see Brad Pitt. I you see the character. I I have and a so, I have a buddy of mine who once said that Brad Pitt may be one of the only few men in the world whose good looks has hindered him. From oh yeah, for be. sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I I I'm serious. I put him up there in the like, like Heath Ledger's and 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 um I agree. Um, Phoenix level. I do. I swear. I do. I agree. I'm, I I'm think he with totally you 100. Yeah, I think he could totally pull off like 
you know, super dark characters if you want it. Yeah, if you wanted to. I don't know. Hell yeah. What he wants to, but I'm sure I'm sure he would totally pull that off. Agreed. I think he's incredible. And then like he's also so some of my favorite kind of acting is like the subtle like doing nothing acting because it's like the hardest to do. Oh yeah. And when, like, you, dude, when you don't when you can't when you don't speak. Yeah. And the little things you say just with a look. Yeah. Like he him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Flawless. It's like all he did was like look to the camera and went like, huh. And you're like, ah <laughs> like it just okay. so real. So so I'm assuming you really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I was a fan. I was okay. a fan. Wasn't my favorite here's, Tarantino, but I really, okay. really liked it. Here's my thing. Uh-oh. To me, What's about no, no, to happen? No. I love it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think everybody did amazing in that movie. Uh-huh. I thought it was well put together. I thought all that. I sense a butt coming. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to say it because, I you know, I love Quentin Tarantino. You do. And it's probably the least Quentin Tarantino-ish movie i could see that that it's it's way it's really different he tried something different yeah you i, I tried can see, i can see that compared but, like obviously the payoff at the end was amazing that was totally tarantino yeah yeah for sure the, i love that scene yeah <laughs> it, like there's there's things i love about it and then there's things i'm like mm, i don't know and yeah. it, i then after i saw it like i've seen it twice mm-hmm. and after i saw it twice i'm like i think i feel the same way I felt about Jackie Brown the first couple of times I watched it. Oh, like I didn't, okay. I didn't love Jackie Brown. Right now, I yeah. love Jackie Brown. Jackie I think Jackie Brown's, Brown's awesome. one of his best movies. I just like, saw it for the first I, time. Huh? I just saw it for the first time. Oh man, a few months ago. It's it's, it's different. Because, it is, and also, and then you think about I. Then I thought to myself, I think I feel the same way I felt about Jackie Brown. So I think this will grow on me. This movie's going to grow on me. Yeah. I'm going to like it more and more as time goes on. Sure. The thing, and it's funny because Jackie Brown and this, Jackie Brown was an adaptation from a book. Right. So it technically wasn't all his idea. Right. And this, yes, it was all his idea. He wrote the script and the story. Yeah. But it's still based on a true events. Sure. So he he was he was held back a little bit with that, you know what I mean? Like he sort of adapted he had, an idea he had to adapt to what really happened, sure. And made you know obviously he changed history, which yeah. <laughs> I remember when they announced when they announced his next movie, they said, oh yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna do a, a Manson family movie, the Manson murders, right? And horror, especially horror movie fans, horror movie fans are very very passionate. Yes. And I love them. I'm one of them. Yes. But sometimes they can get <laughs> very, very over the top and just like relax. Yeah. They, it'll be okay. Yeah. Like they get, I mean, you know this about, you know this about Star Wars. Yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Star Wars fans can be overreact to a lot of things. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? This yeah, fandom. I, I know so, what you were saying. <laughs> When they announced he was going to do a man, they they said he's doing a movie about the Manson murders, and then everybody immediately, especially horror movie fans, were like, "Oh come on, that's been done so many times. Why, why would he waste a movie on that?" And da 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 da. Right. And there's so there's like a lot of beloved, especially like in the horror community, there's a lot of beloved movies based on the on the Mansoners. Sure. Um, and when I heard that, I go. 
and everybody, the outrage of it, I said to myself, relax, it's Quint. <laughs> yeah. Like, and on top of that, you saw what he did with Inglorious Bastards. Like, he completely rewrote history. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, it's, it's going to be like, it's going to be, that's going to be the backdrop of the movie. Yeah. I knew it right away. That's yeah. going to be the backdrop of the movie. It's going to be about something else completely. Yep. It's yep. not gonna. It's not gonna focus on the Manson family. I knew that. Yeah. I thought, and then when I when I heard when it came out that that Leo was an actor and 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 Brad Pitt was a stuntman, which is a really cool. Love thing. it. Love I it. I love how he, he he saw that he was on set and he saw an actor talking to his stunt double, and they were like they've been friends for like thirty years, and he thought. Man, that's a cool dynamic. I'm gonna make a story about that one day. Yeah, that, that's I'm how so he... glad. The oh yeah, stunts, so cool. stunts need more recognition. Oh I, man, dude, so I tout I tout that flag all mm -hmm. the time because I've yep. had a bunch of stunt people on my show, oh, and yeah. like stunt performers are some of my favorite people in the world because yeah. you don't know who they are. I was like, you, cool, you, you're watching them on screen, yeah. but you don't realize it because they're wearing the same costume and the wig. But yeah. like, that's not Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. Dude, funny thing, uh, one time when I was, the first time I was at Pinewood for that shoot, that, uh, um, uh, Package? uh, not an end game, but the Infinity War one. Yeah. yeah. The, I was driving through set and I'm watching people walk by in their costumes and stuff. Sure. And I see, uh, from the back, I see, uh, um, uh, oh my God, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Gamora, the main guy, Drax, Chris no, Pratt, the, Chris Pratt, yeah, Star Lord, well, who I thought was Chris Pratt. Oh, and I'm like, I go, oh, that's Chris Pratt, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, it's a stuck guy. Like you could totally <laughs> see his face was not him, right? But like he was so built like him. But yeah, that's uh, that was a cool, a cool thing that happened. One another time too, we we got sent out away to for lunch, mm -hmm. and I guess the film also was sent out for lunch. Nice. So I'm driving through the studio. Through the back lot. Nice. And there's like a huge crowd of people in front of me. And I'm like, shit, I guess I got to wait for these people to clear out so I can go through. Yeah. And I'm sitting there in my car just waiting. And all of a sudden this cart pulls up. And off the cart steps uh, 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 Judd, um, Paul Rudd. Oh. <laughs> in the Ant-Man costume. What? And I'm like, holy shit. It's Ant-Man. And then I, see, then I saw Drax and I saw the other people. Like, they're all just having lunch together. And it was fucking what? cool. I was like, whoa. That was really cool. You got like a real life shawarma scene. At the yeah. Of the I Avengers. was like, whoa. <laughs> Wait, that, like, I, didn't, I didn't realize who was all in the crowd until I really looked. Because everybody's cool. in costumes. It was like, yeah. Right. It's on lunch. Yeah. What, what's the coolest production you've worked on so far? Well, that I've actually actually worked on, um, they my my first big show that I I worked on was, it's an HBO show. They just released the teaser trailer, mm -hmm. and it's called um, Lovecraft Country. Oh, sweet! Yeah, 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 and it's 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 a book. It's based on a book. Um, our uh, um, our look, um, not locations, uh, stage foreman. Mm -hmm. uh, the foreman in our crew that kind of tells us what to do. He read the book while we were on set and he was like, he was starting to see the sets and knew what stuff was. Cause it's, I can't wait. This trailer doesn't show a, 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 a quarter of what 
we sh- like this the sets that I saw. Really? Like, that tr- teaser trailer, it's cool. It's a cool teaser trailer, but it's like it doesn't show half of this. I really can't talk about because yeah, yeah, it's still not out. <laughs> right, right, right. But there is so much. It That's goes cool. everywhere. It's it's set like in the fifties, but it goes everywhere. Yeah. Like there's so many there's so many different sets because I remember watching the sets and I go, how does this go with that? Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that makes no sense. But in the book, like supposedly in the book, it's a really weird book. It's a book based. It's based off of Lovecraft stories, but oh yeah, and there. It's not about it's not about Lovecraft at all. It's it's more it's it's another thing. Right. That's cool. But, um, so yeah, so I I got to do that was that I gotta say so far was some of the coolest sets I saw. Yeah, I was able when I did that that uh that EPK on um, Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. I got I was told because we had a pass on the studio. Nice. And I was told, hey, you know, with that pass, when we're on break, you can go walk around on other stages if you want. Oh. What? And then I, me and another guy went and we started walking around to see the other sets. And I, Smart. I'm not going to give it, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to give this away. Sure. I saw the biggest and most beautiful set on that, on that show, on that, when I walked around. Really? It was unbelievable. The detail that went into this, it was, it was this huge thing. And I can't, I don't want to. Yeah, you can't. I I can't because I sign stuff. I can't say stuff. Is it cool coming from like doing stuff on your own and doing like indie stuff to seeing like sets and sound stages and stuff like that? It is. I mean, it's, it's cool. But like now, now I'm I'm like settled into it. Right. Like, yeah, I was talking to, cause the show that I was working on right before uh, this, you know, the whole shutdown Uh happened. Was I was working on season four of Stranger Things. Oh hell yeah! Well yeah. done, well done. Yeah, thank you. But I mean, I didn't do anything. I just got hired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's but, the uh, that's the dream, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's cool. It was cool for like you know the first week looking around, looking at the sets, and seeing like, hey, that's what's his name's room, and that's what's her name's room, and this is the living room of this house, and I'm like, whoa. But then after working on it for you know i think it was like a month i was there maybe mm-hmm. like they they had just started shooting so right I, they might have gotten maybe a, a, an, an episode done maybe yeah i don't know yeah I, and i i don't know when we're gonna go back sure they're saying they're saying august but that right. was the, the latest i heard was august Man. But yeah, it's, it it kind of becomes like second, like okay, yeah, that's the house, yeah. that's the <laughs> that's this. You get used like, to you it. See, pretty I quick. see it every day. I saw it every day, so it was like a right. Is yeah. there is there something that you want to work on? Like if you could choose, like oh, I'd love to work on like this set or this kind of movie. Ooh, I mean, of course, I'd love to work. There's directors I'd love to work for. I'd love to work a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, that would good. be awesome. Um, I feel like that'd be stressful because everything has to be so, you know, I mean, from what I've always, from what I've heard is that he, his sets are always really cool and they play music like in between takes, like supposedly it's like really cool. He doesn't like, he doesn't allow any cell phones. Yeah. That makes sense. Not even the actor. The actors don't even have cell phones on set. Really? Makes sense. Yeah. He makes it, he makes it super strict. 
yeah. on, on kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, there's so, I guess there's, I just want to keep working. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my main thing. I really, like I said, I, I still want to do any stuff and I'll do it yeah. as often as I can. And I, I at least want to make one feature film direct one feature film before, you know, it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my main goal. Yeah. I, I would, I would trade and I, I it's, I'm think I'm nuts for saying this, but yeah. <laughs> I'd trade away like working on any set if I could write and direct my own one, at least one feature film. Yeah. That's where your heart's that, at. Uh, it's I like, mean, it's like, this is that, all, obviously. this is all like learning the process and things like that so that you can use it later on in your thing. Oh yeah. I mean, and like I said, I mean, connections I make. Yeah, it, dude, it's... Uh, I don't know grips here, and I know... And people you don't think will will reach out and help you. Yeah. Like, like going back to that whole, like, it was it was a real... It took me back. Like, I was in, in tears when I realized, man, all these people are, like, reaching out to me. Yeah. One guy in particular is... He's a, he's an indie director. His name is Brian, Brian Williams. Good name. Indie director. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's... Uh, he's an indie director, he was living in Indiana, mm-hmm. him and his wife. His wife has made a name for herself as an actress. She also was an extra in my short. Right on. Um, she, she, but she has like a, like a big following. They both do. Him as a director and a DP. He also DPs. Mm-hmm. Um, and her as an actress, Ellie Church is her name. Right on. Um, and he came out, he called me while we were doing the short and he's like, Hey man, you, do you need any help? And I'm like, I mean, I guess we kind of got the onset stuff. Yeah. I um, mean, I pretty much have everything I need. Like people came like in drills, like props and whatever we needed. Like it was really cool. And I go, look, yeah, we're shooting these days. If you want to come out, man, you know, I'm, I don't expect you to do anything, but if you want, yeah, great. You know, if you want to help out. Dude, to me, like, he's made, I think he's directed now three feature films. He's wow. written and directed three feature films. And like I said, he has a, a fan following. Sure. And he's directed three feature films. He's, he's DP'd, I, I believe, I might be wrong. I believe it's two. But mm-hmm. then he also, like, produced other stuff and, like, pretty much shot and DP'd other stuff, too. Yeah. So he has this career like he he doesn't need to work right. on anybody's set. Sure. He doesn't. But he came out, man. I was so humbled by that, that he this is Brian. This is a guy I'm, I look up to. Right. You know, he was actually on, on Amazon Hotbox, Jimmy's second movie that I worked on. He was the assistant director and producer on that. Right on. And he busted his ass on that movie, man. He worked so hard on that. I bet. Um, but. You know, him coming out and like he was moving lights. He boomed a couple scenes for us. Wow. He pulled focus because he he knows about cameras and stuff. So he was able to pull focus while our DP could focus on, you know, shooting it. Sure. Um, And I was so like taken back by that. And then he did a movie that he went back to like super indie, like shooting, like how we did Tethered. Whenever, right. Whenever anybody was available, we would shoot. Right. We did uh he brought me on as as the gaffer originally. Mm-hmm. And then it, because it was it was literally as as far as a crew goes, 
it was literally me, him, and the sound. We had a sound guy, a friend of ours that's a sound guy. Nice. That does sound on so like he if the day I have a budget, I'm gonna be able to pay Joey. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, he's really good sound guy and he's super professional Mm -hmm. and he, you know, he was, he was a sound guy on this. We did a feature film called Jesse's super normal, regular average day. Yeah. Love it. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool and weird movie out there movie. He, he, I remember he described it as once I saw, heard him describe it as, um, if Douglas Adams wrote and directed, dude, where's my car? Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, he's a huge Douglas Adams fan. And there's a lot of like, in the movie, there's a lot of like references to um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide and like, nice. like the number 40, the number 42 comes up a lot in the movie, you know, different things, but it's pretty much, it takes place in one day and it's, it's this, um, uh, his, his wife, Ellie, she's the, the main actress in it. She plays Jesse. Mm-hmm. And we shot it like in his apartment and we shot it. We went to Indiana and shot some stuff and we shot like on location, different locations that we, we had access to, but we shot as we could, you know, whenever we could get, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah, that, that was a really cool experience. Um, and, oh, and the, because it was just us, I was getting to the point because it was just us three. He, he about halfway ish through, him and his wife sat me down and says, man, um, I know you want, you know, the gaffer credit on this, but you're doing so much. I want you to, you know, and then he, they pretty, they gave me assistant director credit on it, wow. which I'm very happy for. And like, I appreciate it a lot, Yeah. but he did a lot of that work. Like he, he really directed, <laughs> he really directed that movie. Yeah. And it was, it's, it turned out great and you could see it now on Tubi. Right on. Yeah. You have Tubi. Have you ever been on Tubi? I don't think so. T U B I. Uh-uh. I know Quibi a, is like a new thing. Yeah. Tubi is it's a streaming service. It's 100% free. Oh, it's like another you YouTube. Account, yeah, it's it's totally free and the thing is it, the movies have like maybe two commercial breaks. Oh, that's not bad and at all. It, and it's like really fast. It you don't even notice that there's commercials in it. It's so quick. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. So that Jesse movie's on there. Tubi. You know, you guys want to see it. Oh, and I did voiceover work on that. Yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was that was pretty fun. That was fun because I didn't I wasn't in front of the camera. And you didn't do the accent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here I go again with my accents. Uh-oh. I think I can do them. No, I did. Uh, there's a snail in the movie that talks. That is amazing. Yeah. You and have it, to play a snail. It's a it's an actual snail. We they he bought, <laughs> he bought like ten snails online, and we every day it was really funny. <laughs> Whenever we had to shoot, his wife was she's the snail wrangler on this one. That Whenever is amazing. the day that we had to shoot, whatever day it was that we had to shoot close ups of the snail or stuff with the snail. Yeah, we would pull out. They would go to the you know the the little thing they had them in. Mm-hmm. They would pull out you know like four or five snails, and whichever one was cooperating the most <laughs> we would put on the scene so we don't know which one was which that's hilarious so yeah so <laughs> who yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, work we would, <laughs> we would like wait we'd wait around for 10 minutes and put food out and see okay oh this one's really oh you're the star you're the star <laughs> pick them up. so what does a snail yeah. sound like bobby <laughs> a snail <laughs> a snail 
which was <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's bad because I don't know. Everybody says I did a good job. And oh they, they keep telling me I should be a voice actor, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I did a very bad impression of Antonio Banderas. Oh my god. So it's pretty much yes. it's pretty much uh, Puss in Boots. Is it? <laughs> Kinda. But it's it's only one scene and he like says it he says this like weird he's sending a message to her. Like she there's a real super close up of her. It's like a wide angle and like it's a really cool shot. I love the shot. Yeah. And she's like staring at it and then like all of a sudden the the snail starts talking. That and is yeah, hilarious. so there's that scene and there's a really quick scene where <laughs> This movie's out there. There's a really <laughs> quick scene where she lays down in her bed. She wakes. She keeps waking up. It's almost like Groundhog Day. Like she keeps waking up in her bed. Okay. When just when she's about to figure something out, boom, she wakes up in her bed again. Nice. And this fish pops up. <laughs> a fish just pops up like it, it goes. Roop, just because. Like it, <laughs> it was laying next to her and it pops its head up, and it says, "I'd open a window if I were you." And then it <laughs> then it blows up. Oh no! And that then she has like a like an acid trip. Like she supposedly, I guess this fish had something in it. That sounds about right. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> so on that case, it was literally just that line. I, yeah. I'd open a window if I were you. We were like, it was after a day of shooting. Um, Brian had recorded his voice for the for that for the fish. Nice. And then he was like, I want to record something else. So he told his his wife Ellie. It was like we were eating after after a day of shooting, and he was like, "Go ahead." He brought out the zoom with a with a shotgun mic. There you go. And he told her, he goes, "Try to do some voices. Just do different voices. Do the line. Do, you know, uh, uh, I'd open a window if I were you." And she did different voices like Goofy and whatever. And then his son tried it, and he says, "You, he, they call me Robert. Robert, go ahead and try it. Try it." And I'm, and I do it. And then I do, it, and then. I kind of half-assed it because I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. And then all of a sudden, like when he hit, he hit, like he turned it off, the recorder. Uh-huh. And then all of us, I don't know why, it just kind of channeled. <laughs> <laughs> I channeled a bad impression of Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just blurted it out. I'd open a window if I were you. <laughs> and then... Uh, he loved it. He goes, stop, do it again. And he put play. <laughs> Hold and, on. <laughs> yeah, and then we did. I did it a couple times on the mic, and then that's that's what got into the movie. So that was pretty fun. That's hilarious. You played a snail and a fish. Look at you, Bobby. A snail and a fish. <laughs> and they're both on the poster. So if I if, if, hey. you, ever, if you ever get a Jesse Supernormal Regular Average Day poster, I'll sign either the fish <laughs> or the snail. I want you to sign both. <laughs> okay, you got it. That's amazing. So how yeah. how much of this stuff that you're doing is networking because the entertainment industry is oh, like a hundred percent always now even when you don't think you're networking you're networking yeah it's all who you know oh yeah man there's i i would work on it's always every job i got mm-hmm. even especially especially independent stuff yeah was always um this director called me because hey uh i saw this short film that you worked on, I saw the lighting you did, you know, can you do it on my, can, you know, would you mind coming out and doing it on mine? Stuff like that. Ah. It's just like directors know each other and they'll show, Hey, here's my new short. And they'll be like, wow, I really like that. Who did the lighting and da, 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 And that, that's how it goes. Ah. Um, yeah, I did. I did a short that I, 
I really, really love the lighting in it. Um, I forget the it's Gentle Woman's Guide. Uh huh. But it's Gentle Woman's Guide something, and Dana, who's the writer director, is going to kill me because I can never remember that word. <laughs> it, it's a long word, and I keep forgetting. And I'm sorry, Dana, if she's going to listen to this. Yeah. But uh, it's it's it was all it was set in like it's a period piece. Oh. And it's all it was it's supposed to be like candlelit. Oh man. So when she yeah, when she told me that, I I actually got super excited because I was like, wow. Cause I I love shadows. Yeah. I love like dark lighting darks. It's hard to do. Yeah. And challenging. But it was really and the DP brought like this it, it, it's like a ring light, but it was a hand like a, a homemade one. Oh. It's like a basically a like a don't he he cut like a, a donut out of a plywood, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he attached these like 1K lights to it. Oh. And he wired it all. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Smart. And then we, we figured out how to use it. And it had a dimmer on it. So we were able Smart. to dim that. And we had a couple soft boxes with dimmers. That We needed the dimmers. Without the dimmers, it wouldn't look like candlelight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it turned out so good. Like I really, really loved the way that short film turned out. Yeah. Um, and because of like that one, she, Dana was going to do another movie. I won't go too much into detail cause she might make it eventually cause the, the funding fell through and it really sucked because I was so looking forward to sh- working on this. Yeah. Um, she was actually going to get money for it. Oh, right on. Like a budget. And I was going to, like, I was going to get paid <laughs> and I was going to be able to like hire a couple guys. So I was, it was going to be like a crew, like I was going to have a crew, which was pretty cool. Yeah. There you go. And like, we were going to get like, you know, a lighting, a lighting, um, a grip and, and lighting package mm-hmm. for it. the thing was, she told me it was going to be shot. This, this next short was going to be shot on film. Oh, I, I worked like the, that first feature I told you about, uh, Frankenstein creative bikers, you know, yeah. it was shot on, on, on 35 millimeter film. Yeah. So I've, I've been around it yeah. but to be in charge of lighting film. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. And it's, if you underlight film, it's just it comes out black. Right. There's no, there's no in between. It's either black or oh. it's like Ooh. that's why like it has to be super bright. I know I kind of technic really kind of know how light meters work, but I don't know exactly. Yeah. What's the right temperature? Sure. You know what I mean? And uh, the but and I almost I told her I go look I would love to work on your movie and be the gaffer for it, but it's on film and I do not want to screw up your movie. I've never lit film. Yeah. I've never done that. I've, and I was totally honest with her. And then she goes, okay. And I kind of, I was kind of upset. I passed on, it. I go, look, I'll work with, if you want to get another gaffer, I'll work for him, whatever. Yeah. Or her or her, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, like a week or so went by and then she calls me back and says, no, the DP, my DP, she saw, gentlewoman gentlewoman's guide nice and love the lighting and she wants you to do it she wants you to to light this wow i I tried to explain to her again i go i I never worked on film and she goes well meet with her so i met with the dp and the dp was super nice and we like we sat and had like lunch together and dana came later but we met up first just us and she was like she was, oh yeah, I have a light meter. Don't worry, I'll walk you through it. Like we'll be okay. 
Yeah. You know? So I was super excited because I was like, good, I'm going to get to light film and learn a lot. Like, I'm going to yeah. learn a lot of this, on this short. And I actually, I got a couple of friends of mine that worked in the rental house with me that were going to be able to, to come out and work as crew. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe a month or so before we were going to shoot the, the people who were putting up the money pulled mm-hmm. the money. Ah, of course. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it always happens. And she might eventually, that's why I don't want to like talk about the story. It's a really cool story. Yeah. She, I, I don't, I, I know she has other plans. Like she has features that she's written and has pitched to productions in, in LA, like independent productions in LA. Wow. So yeah, she's, she's doing great stuff, man. And, uh, really looking forward to seeing like a feature if she makes a feature or like I said, if she makes this short, I would love to do it. Cause it's a really, really cool story. Oh, it's so cool, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. So what is something like if, do you have advice for anyone who wants to get into the stuff that you're doing? As far as the lighting? Sure. I mean, the main, one main thing, and I know a lot of people say this, just go out and do it and do work on a set. Yeah. First thing and foremost, work on any set. I mean, any set. I don't care if it's a commercial. Yeah. I don't care if it's um, reality TV, mm-hmm. if it's a small independent short, if it's a small independent feature, or if you're lucky enough, something huge, something big. Yeah. You'll learn something in every set you work on. You'll learn something. I If it's something you're not supposed to do, yeah. you'll learn that. <laughs> you'll yeah. learn what you're supposed to do. It, the main thing is getting on set, even if you're just a PA and you're locking down a location where you're just pretty much standing outside of a door, not letting people go in the door or pass through because it's going to screw up a shot. Right. Even just that, just keep your eyes open and ears open while you're on set. Learn, learn, learn what people are talking about, why they're doing things. Trust me, when people are on set, some. I've been lucky. I've never, I've honestly, when I've asked someone a question, I've never run into, to an asshole and somebody who says, get away from me, kid. Like, sure. I don't, I've never got that. That's cool. I'm sure there probably are people out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I have, honestly, I've, I've been super lucky and everyone that I've ever approached, uh, to ask a question on lighting or anything, sound, anything. Cause I just want to learn as much as I can. Right. And, they've always been super open. Yeah, this is what, yeah, this is why we do it. Da, 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 da. This is why we do it this way. And, da, da, da. and then you notice sometimes they'll even let you, this is back when I was just doing PA stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate saying, I hate just saying just, <laughs> it's not PA. PAs are very, very, very important. Yeah. It's like a hundred things in once. <laughs> oh man. They're, and the, it's, they're the it's, foundation. <laughs> so much help. There are so much, so much help. Oh yeah. Um, and like I said, I've, I have a soft heart for PAs because that's where I started. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's a really good way to get into you know into the business wherever you're at. Go online. There's probably like um, Facebook pages for like looking for crew or even actors like extras and stuff. That's another thing. If you're an actor, you and you know about this. Be an extra. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't care if it's if you're way in the back, blurry. I don't. It doesn't. That stuff doesn't matter. Nope. Be on set, watch everything, what everybody's doing, and and absorb as much as you can while you're there. 
because yep. you're going to learn. You're going to learn from a bunch of people. And like I said, if you, once as a PA, I would ask people and like a sound guy about something. And then eventually we'd become cool and he, he or she would let me boom a shot. Right. Like I'd, be, I'd be holding boom for something really important. I'd be freaking out, <laughs> but they're holding the mixer. So they're mixing everything. They, you know, they know how to do all that. Right. I'm just, you know, pointing, pointing and going, whatever. And, and yeah, you learn a lot like that, man. Sometimes you, you'll find people that'll go the extra mile and say, Hey, come over here. I'll show you this. Let me yeah. show you this light and show you how this is done and why we're doing this. So yeah, just, you know, ask questions. Don't be rude. Yeah. Don't, you know, you, you'll let, that's a, that's a thing. Get on set and you'll learn that how everything's run. Yeah. You know, you, you're obviously as a PA, you don't want to in the middle of a scene, you don't want to yell out to an actor. Hey, yeah, you should do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that'll get you kicked off really quick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, obviously it's, it's all, it's common sense stuff. Yep. Just be, be, be polite and, and hustle. Yeah. If you, even, if you do not know what you're doing, but you're, you're hustling and you're you're moving, you're working all the time and trying to do stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. It gets noticed on set. Try, yeah. Believe me that I know that <laughs> from experience. Yeah. It gets noticed right on set. People start saying, who's that? Who's that guy? Who's that? Why? Yeah. Like, running around doing everything. Who is sure. That? Actors will say it like it. Trust me, it gets around set and you'll see it. And then that'll help you for another thing and say, hey, I'm this guy. He was really good. He hustled it and they'll hire you for another PA gig and then eventually you'll start to you know meet more and more if you want to do lighting like I said you'll meet more lighting people and or sound guys or whatever da, 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 da. and eventually you'll hook up with a you know a lighting crew or a sound crew or something and you'll start doing that that's that's a really good way to learn that's film school to me yeah I and agree it's cheap yeah <laughs> you get you at least get fed that's true that's true even if you don't get paid, you at least get fed. Yep. And then eventually you'll start getting paid. Yeah. And you're still learning. Yeah. So you're going to film school that you're getting paid. Yeah, there you you're go. You're not going to have debt. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not going to like knock film school and say it's, it's not, I don't think it's necessary. Right. But if you can afford it, do it. Yeah. If you can afford it, go ahead and, and, and do your thing and go to film school. Yep. Learn because you can obviously you'll learn and make a ton of connections. That's, that's the real thing. benefit. I know, I know people, yeah. People in film school have a ton of connections, especially yeah. if somebody in your class makes it big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Like, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, man, you edited this for me. And, you know, come on, come help me with this, you know, new HBO show or something. Right. You know, some crazy. Things like that could happen in film school. I'm not. I'm not going to knock it and saying that yep. don't do it. But you don't need it. There's there's so many ways, and there's the whole you know the old saying that there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's yeah. This to get in the film business. There's so many ways. There's so many stories. Yeah. You you just if you if you listen to other podcasts, other film podcasts, and you hear directors, writers, uh, producers, uh, sound people, lighting people. You hear their stories and they all have different stories of how they got in. Yep. There's so many. It's not just one big door to get in. Like there's so many cracks you can just sneak your way on set. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how you can not hear that and not be inspired. (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a million ways. Million ways. Oh you yeah, can do man. It. It's 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 yeah. There's so many ways to do it, and don't get discouraged. It'll get tough. Yeah. This business. Yeah. Believe me, this business is like <laughs> it. You're setting yourself up for a ton of disappointments. Yep. It's yep. gonna happen a lot. like that's another thing about actors that I 100% admire is going to auditions in front of people <laughs> who might might give you a job. Yeah. And they might completely like just say no. You're yeah. not good. <laughs> They're pretty much saying you're not good enough. Yeah, all the time. And that sucks. Yeah. That would like I can't imagine <laughs> doing that a thousand times and then getting one job and then doing it a thousand more times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like you gotta like crazy. you gotta like the process. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, you you really if you want to get in this film the film business in any capacity. Yeah. Make sure you love it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you'll find out. Yeah, yeah, you'll, a, you'll know within a year. Within a <laughs> within a year, less than a year, you'll find out if you really give it a shot and try to like get on as many sets as you can. Yeah. You'll find out whether you're, you love it or not. Yep, I agree. I mean, it's I. Love, like I said, I personally love being on set. I love same hours. I don't care for their hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'll tell you one in particular that you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of 48 hours. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, dude. Look. Okay. Regardless of that night. Yeah. It was. I. Yes, I was exhausted and tired. Yeah. But I still, we were making something, and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and I stuck around with with the DP and 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 the AC to put everything away, like pack all the lights up and everything. And we were like the last people to leave. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was man, I just that if I could, it's just it's I don't care how many hours I'm on set. That that made me realize that it doesn't matter how many hours I'm on set. I love it. Yeah, I feel the same love. way. Mm-hmm. That just collaborative environment. And, and you know, it makes for a hell of a story that short afterwards. Came out fucking amazing. <laughs> it did. It did. It was so good. I've showed that to friends of mine, and they're like, "Whoa, dude!" Yeah. And then you're like, the go, "That's yeah, a garage." Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. And, oh man, I I, I got to mention this to uh, to the director. I got to mention this to her because she um, she was so worried about people thinking, knowing that that we shot it in a garage. Nobody knows. I've yeah. I every. Not every person, but if I remember to ask them, yeah, I would show it to friends, and they're like, "Wow, that's really good, man. That's awesome." And I'm like, "That was a garage we shot in." Yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, and then they're like, "Really?" And they, they yeah. and they would tell me, "If you didn't tell me that, and the fact that there there were dryers or washers that were the bar, yeah, I mentioned that to them and a few people, and they said, if you didn't point that out to me, I would never notice that." Yep. That the, that that was a bar that the bar was made out of a thing. Yeah, they said that it looked like a cantina. It looked like a little Star Wars scene. That that yep. especially that wide shot when we see all the people in the background. Yeah, so I love that. I love that short. And all you guys, all you actors, did a great job. It's on that. it's one of my favorite things I've ever done. And one of my favorite things to say to people is, yeah, that that's a garage. <laughs> it's so good. It's I'm so proud of all the work that we did on that. Right. Yeah, that was that was fun, man. That was a fun weekend. It was, it was. But mm-hmm. just like that, Bobby, you've returned to the interesting podcast. 
Yeah, man. We did Thank it. You. Thank it you took, for having me on again. It took years. <laughs> it, it, very, it did. We, I don't know how many times we've <laughs> talked over the phone or text and we're like, hey, man, we got to do that podcast again. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do it next week. Something. Yeah. Yep. And then we don't get it done. We just don't. We get one of us get busy or something. Yeah. So before, <laughs> before I let you go, where can people mm-hmm. find you online to watch all the cool stuff you're going to make? Well, first and foremost, you can go. You can go to grindupfilms.com. Yeah, there's, there you go. Um, there's our short DJ Slay is on there. Awesome. Um, yep, you can see that on there. Um, I think we might. I don't know if if the trailer for Tethered's still on there or not. It's it a good might trailer. Still. Yeah, it's a very good trailer. I like that trailer. Um, yeah, just like look around for that. Um, like I said, Jesse's Supernormal Regular Average Day, you can see on Tubi for free. Love it. Uh, or if, if you want to buy it, you can go to mostlyharmlesspictures.com. Nice. That's my friend's uh, his, his production company. Um, oh. So, yeah, you can go to that and check that out. Um, Facebook, I'm just Robert Alvarez. Yeah. Uh, I usually have some goofy picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, I'm pretty easy to find. If you know how to, what I look like, it's pretty easy to, yeah. to find. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, on Twitter, Grind Up Films. I'm rarely on there, but you can, if you want to message me, you can message me on there. Yep. Um, Instagram, Grind Up Films as well. Love it. Got that SEO. Yeah. 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 We do. There you so, go. Yeah. We we, <laughs> we got all that. Um, and uh, yeah. To, Check out the website. You can email us there if, if there's production, something you got something written you want us to read, and maybe we can put because we produce stuff too. Yeah, like we don't, we don't. It's not just all about you know us making direct. We want to obviously. Yeah. Um, make our own stuff and write our own stuff and direct it, but we're totally into doing, you know, other stuff, other people's you know scripts if they bring it to us and we something that we really like, we'll totally you know help produce it um dimitri's working on some stuff now i I don't know if i can mention it yet but it like it's it's he they're in the process of submitting to film festivals now he's uh he got involved it's a feature film it's really good yeah yeah um he got involved in the post while they were shooting in the Mm -hmm. post part of it and they brought him in as a producer and he's like pretty much every day is working on that like as far as like producing stuff, writing emails to people and say, hey, you know, make sure you check this out. Can you, you know, this, that they're trying to get the word out and get, you know, they're submitting. Like I said, they're submitting to film festivals now. Um, so I'm really excited for Dimitri for that because he's he's worked hard on that. Um, so, yeah, right on. I think that's it. Right. Did I say? Yeah. Yeah. I think you covered your basis. I grind up films. There's grind up films on YouTube as well. Um we don't have we took like I said, we took down a lot of our old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh DJ Slay is on you can see it on YouTube. Beautiful. As well. I I mean I'd rather you go to our, our uh website. Yeah. Fair to, to traffic through there. Just because why you not? And yeah. But if you're on YouTube and you wanna check it out, you can check that out there. And I don't know what else we got on YouTube. I'm not sure because I know some older stuff we've taken down. But there's there's a few things on there. There you so, go. Yeah. You got oh, op- you got options. <laughs> Facebook, there is a Facebook page, a Grind Up Films page that you can go like. Sweet, Please do that. yeah. Please do that if you can because that, that helps out. 
I don't know if it's unfortunate, but that like nowadays that if if you're trying to get money for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can say, hey, we have a Facebook page and there's this many followers. Yep. It helps. Yep. It helps it to if if people because the people giving the money are and it's again, it's understandable. Yep. It's about the bottom line and they want to make money back. Mm hmm. So if they're giving us money, if we if it helps to say, hey, we have a following. Yep, absolutely. So, so yeah, so just you, you know you can like the page there, Grind Up Films. Just search Grind Up Films on Facebook. There you go, Grind Up Films on the internet, and they'll find you. Yep, GrindUpFilms.com. I love it. I love it. And. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at brianbalance.com. That's balance with two L's. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps. Let them know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to get you some sweet gear. Also, I made a Patreon. So if you'd like to support the show and get access to other exclusive shows about a bunch of random things, you can now do that at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, Logan, Victor, JC, and Christina. Your support means so much to me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.